0: Like, I don't know a word in English, so I would get the word that I know in Spanish and just, like, add, like, a Y in the end, or E-D, and I'm like, or I-N-G, and I'm like, does that make sense? And, like, people are like, uh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about.
1: I feel like there's going to be a lot of, like, multiple language speakers right now yeah. like, really that really yeah. relate to Welcome to episode three of Trust Your Journey. This is the podcast by me, Nelson Navarro, where every month I'm speaking with a new guest, diving into their lives and flipping their stories into a tool to learn from so that you can strengthen and fortify your mind for those tough days ahead because as we know, those days are coming. And the real question is, are you gonna be prepared when they get here? Today, I'm sitting down with my best friend and partner in crime, Dandy Lion, also known as Dandara Montero Morales. She's a young professional growing through the music industry with business and event promotions prowess. Uh, She's also the founder and boss of the club party, Tropicalia Nights, a party celebrating the difference and unity of the wonderful human race through the club sounds of the African diaspora i'm constantly inspired by her commitment and determination to work hard and create brilliant results so it really was a pleasure getting together to record this podcast if you want to know more about her you can find her on instagram at lion.nest3 and i highly recommend attending her parties when you're next in brighton if you're up for a challenge stick around to the end of the episode and for now sit back and enjoy hi dandy hello welcome to the podcast Thank you. Uh, how was your day?
0: Um, it's been good. Thank you. Yeah. I went to work today, and now I'm here with you. Lucky you. Yes. <laughs> Indeed.
1: <laughs> um, tell the audience like what you do for a living. What do you do, What do you do for work right now?
0: So I actually study. Um, I study music business and management, and I do work as well. Uh, I do. Promotion, music promotion. Nice. Event promotion.
1: Very nice. And uh, how have you been finding that? How have you been finding both of those roles? What's it like balancing those?
0: Um, yeah, I'm, I'm COVID, I guess. I have to like balance all three. So um, it's been okay, to be honest. I work. I'm still new. I'm training. I make loads of mistakes, but um, my boss is quite chilled. He's very patient, so that helps um and I'm learning loads uh work which is really good things that I never knew about um learning behind the scenes of what happens before an event which is you know it's cool because before I was just I think that cool we just go to the gig and I pay for the ticket and that's it <laughs> you know like what had <laughs> no idea <laughs> and what else happened like and now I know it's like thousands of steps before you get to that moment where you people enter the show you know it's not just call the call the uh, the artist that you want to um perform and just be like hey can you perform tomorrow and they're like yeah and they turn up there <laughs> you know <laughs> and and they just perform you know there's like so much stuff behind it and i'm obviously getting to learn that which is really nice um and that pairs with uni as well because music business goes into promotion and vice versa, which is good. Um, yeah, I guess like they go hand in hand, so it makes it easier a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. they like it sounds like they're complementing each other a bit.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay,
1: okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna come back to that actually because I think that's a really good place for us to start. Um and first I wanna ask you a couple like quick icebreaker questions. Is that okay?
0: Go
1: on. They're really they're they're, they're fun actually. I did them last episode. Okay. Go
0: um, on
1: then. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw these in. Cause I think it's fun, like yeah. asking a couple quick questions. Um so number one, um, what are your go-to seasonings when you cook?
0: Seasonings.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Garlic. Is that a seasoning?
1: I can that's a herb, I, like guess.
0: A compliment? I guess. I guess I don't know. Okay, you can, you can throw that uh, in. I, I I put that as a seasoning: garlic and onion. You need that, obviously. Um, <laughs> so of, and uh, obviously, obviously, so and pepper. Cool. Of course. Okay. Um, I'm with you. If you don't use that as a basic, there's some serious thing going wrong yeah. going on in your mind. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to know what. But um, anyways, and then I love cumin. Spopo paprika is good and turmeric and then I love the herbs like oregano and thyme. Thyme is probably one of my favorite herbs mm-hmm. and rosemary. Yeah, yeah, I like all of that stuff. Very nice.
1: Yeah, Very nice.
0: I like to season my food.
1: Very nice. I, I commend that Like people would like to season their food.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Oh, I already know the next question. This is actually, you're going to like this because I know that you like this question. Um, what is one of your pet peeves?
0: Pet peeves. Yeah, pet peeves. Oh, okay. You know, I like this question because I, I told do. you oh, a lot of pet peeves. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. One of my biggest pet peeves is when people add stuff to the food after I've cooked them a meal with all my heart. I put it on the table and they reach for the mayo. And like or or the salt, or the salt, they have it, they don't even know if it's salty, and they already put in extra salt, and that pisses me off so much. I hate it and and there's another one which is about films, which is when, oh, you know that scene when when like something crazy is about to happen, like a bomb is about to explode, or like the two, the main characters literally about to die, and they look at each other in the eye, and in as as if time would pause for them, and they 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 <laughs> they they, 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 uh, they confess their love for each other, and like remember that time when we were ch- children, and I stole that sweet of you. I am so sorry, man. That was so tragic for you. Um, I take this moment right before we die, instead of escaping and running, to make to be this emotional with you. And I think that's so stupid. Why would they do that? It's just like so unrealistic. It sounds
1: like you're kind of like, you kind of dig, you kind of roast in Hollywood a little bit there. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Every single movie is like.
1: <laughs> ah, okay, that's fine. No, that's okay. Um, okay, cool. That's that's two pet peeves for the price of one there.
0: Yeah, I mean, did you say the biggest or?
1: I just said one, but you gave me you gave me two. So that's you know that's that's. I a mean, dist- they
0: are the two biggest, I think. That's
1: a two for one, so yeah. that's, that's okay. Um, and then wrapping it up, what is your favorite topping to have on pizza?
0: Oh, oh, I don't know. This is difficult. Too many. Can I? Can I have more than one?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, like if it's like a type of pizza, like you could say you could say like Hawaiian, or you could say veggie supreme or you could I say I don't
0: actually have like a like a pizza is it like a custom like. sort of vibe yeah I like corn and, and mushrooms and I like sometimes I like pineapple I know it's a controversial topping literally
1: it's funny you should mention that because Tia who did the last episode we did we we talked about pineapple on pizza she, she dropped it in there as one of her favourite toppings
0: yeah I think fruit goes with food like mangoes and bananas.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So. Hey, man, I get down with pineapple on pizza. I'll
0: yeah, defend that too. on
1: live TV. I'll, I'll die on that hill. Yeah, mate. Pineapple's, not, pineapple's great on pizza. There's cheese, there's bread, there's pineapple. Like, you know, I love all of these things. Tomato mm-hmm. sauce.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. This is something that we have in common. I like this. I dig it. Nice. Okay, cool. Well, those three questions impeccably answered. Well done. Thank you very much. Um, you were telling us about where you're at currently in terms of career and also in terms of studying because you're you're studying music business and then you're also an events promoter. Like, what did you think when you first saw the um, application for that job? When you first found out about that job. Like, what was your initial reaction?
0: Um, this man that I had worked with before, he he told me that. I should apply for this vacancy. So I did, and I I I think I was the first one to apply. <laughs> and I and I did like really quickly and I just like whipped up my CV really quickly and I got you to help me finish writing it. Um that was um that was new because I never applied for a a position like that like in a creative industry.
1: And how 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 did you feel like going for something like that? something that you hadn't done before
0: I was I was really scared because um I don't know it's like something that I've never touched and I decided to do music um all of a sudden like it was always in my in my in my life music was always present in my life through my my dad but um I never wanted to do music like in any way and then all of a sudden I was like why not do music you know like I I, I came back from Brazil as well and that's when that's when I had this realization that I wanted to do music because I was surrounded by music in Brazil. But I knew that I didn't like playing, so that's why I did music business. But yeah, anyway, so he came to I mean um, industry visit to a uni and I met him there and he gave me a job as a box office in during his gigs. You know the the events that he puts on um, because he's got this promotion company. And um, I worked there for a while. I did sh- one shadowing shift, and he told me to apply for this job. Um, I applied, and I got an interview, which was me against 60 people. Wow. And then, but um, not 60 people made it to the interview, but um, 12 people made it to the interview out of the t- 60 that applied. Right. And then... And you were one of that 12. I was one of the 12. And then I made well it to the second interview, which was three out of... Three people left.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the, so 12, so 60 people apply,
0: 12 yeah. people
1: make it to the first stage of interviews. Yeah. Three people make it to the final stage of interviews and then you got the job.
0: I know, I was a, I'm really happy. High five. I'm very grateful.
1: Well done. And how, what was that success like? You know.
0: Yeah, it's really good. I mean, I was kind of nervous as well because I know i done a job that requires um, to do admin. For and I'm 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 not really good at writing emails and stuff like that, or like knowing what language to use in what situations. So that's something that I'm learning to understand now. And I mean I have to because I have to communicate with agents and managers and venues. So I definitely have to learn it. But it's yeah, it's a skill that I'm acquiring right now. Um and I'm quite I quite like that because I want to be able to communicate clearer in general. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I've been, I've been doing loads of stuff there as well with, um, just administrating everything uh, from the folders to, Um, rescheduling all the events because now during COVID we have to reschedule everything and everything gets pushed back at the same time I have to uh, suggest new acts because we can't stop you know Uh, otherwise it's like stopping the business so we have to keep going even if things are not happening just because we have to show um, persistence you know um, because if things go back to normal, we're gonna be ready, you know if we stop, then we have to start everything again, and we we might not have time and we might be behind, and other people will be prepared to do it, so they'll just take over you know
1: so it sounds it sounds like you guys are kind of kind of competing, and everyone's kind of competing, even though there's not necessarily like a prize to win
0: yeah um I don't know if it's competition right because actually they the only um the only promoters in the area so they actually don't have many people to compete with apart from brighton because brighton obviously there's so many so many uh, promoters everywhere um but they kind of like it's kind of like okay well let's let's be ready for when this does happen when everything goes back to normal because the day the things go back to normal we probably have a gig and we can, like, when people have that, you know, like, fever of like, we need to get the f- out of the house and just go somewhere, spend some money, you know, like, see some live music. They don't even, no, they're not even gonna care who's playing anymore. You're just gonna go out and just spend your money because you want to watch something, you know. And if you're ready, you're gonna get the money. If you're not ready, you're not gonna get anything. And it's not even like competing with other people. It's like, if you, in a way, I guess it is. I guess it is. Because if you, if you're not ready and you don't get the money, they're gonna go somewhere else. So you're just missing out on that. But um, but yeah.
1: So and like, as like um, as uh, outside of someone who like puts on gigs and stuff, how excited are you to for the day when you can go back to gigs and you can go and experience gigs just as like a customer, as like a punter?
0: Um, I mean, yeah, very excited. I, I just, yeah. I just want everything to end already. It's like a nightmare. And <laughs> I'm just, I'm very curious to know what's going to happen after everything um, kind of goes back to the normal that it's going to go back to. Because I hope we don't have to be in lockdown for the rest of our lives, because then. We're gonna evolve in a weird way we are gonna have no asses because we have we don't need to like <laughs> we don't need to move, so <laughs> we could just be like a little blob or something you know <laughs> with hands for the for the phone and computer oh <laughs> uh, well yeah, um, yeah, no, I'm quite tired of quarantine, and I really want to go back to gigs and enjoy some live music um, you know we have tickets to see. You. This is Nokia. It keeps getting postponed, so that's annoying. But I'm hoping to go see that and whatever other gigs there are, you know. And travel, oh yeah.
1: Let's talk about travel for a second, actually, because I think that's a, I know that's one that you're really passionate about. Yeah. I think I have a bit of a benefit in this interview because uh, I know a lot of what you're passionate about, <laughs> so that, <laughs> yeah. that helps me out. Yeah. Um. So, talk about travel for a minute. Like, I know uh, that's a big thing right now. Um, Where do you want to go? You know, where do you want to be? Where do you want to be? What do you want to be seeing?
0: Well, um, lately, I've really wanted to be to go, just go to Brazil because I have family there. And yeah, I just miss the tropical weather and the nice people and all the food that you can get and the constant music and dancing from my family because, you know, all musicians.
1: That sounds pretty nice. I can't I lie. know. I mean, yeah.
0: I think if I think too much about it, I'll cry. Because I miss it that much. Oh, oh. <laughs> but, um yeah, apart from Brazil, um, obviously Tenerife as well. Because I grew up in Tenerife and I, I like it there. It's going to be hot right. this time of year. It's going to be snowing and hot. Like, what else do you want? You know.
1: So that's an island that has like a lot of microclimates, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you can find rain. And mist and like very hot sun and snow all in the same day. And you can <laughs> go to the beach, get in the car, put your winter coat on, and then go up to the mountain <laughs> and it's <laughs> snowing. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I know.
1: That's pretty cool. Um, is there anywhere else that you're trying to get to as well? Like, those kind of sounds like you're too.
0: Yeah, there's lands. some more like places that I. I I go to normally and that I like to go to because of family but if it wasn't because of that I really want to go to Italy um because I don't know I always had this thing with Italy I love Italian and I learn Italian but um I've never been to Italy and Italians actually think like that I lie sometimes because I'm like oh I speak Italian and then they speak to me and then <laughs> they're like, oh, you lived in Ita- in Italy? And I was like, no, 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 I just learned on Duolingo. And they're just like, that's not true. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> you must have, like, visited or something because, like, I know, like, I know tongue twisters and sh, and they get all surprised. That's funny. But, um, yeah, I would love to go there. And France. Yeah, I'd love to go to France and just visit. And
1: how, how many languages do you speak?
0: I speak, like, I speak three yeah. What um, Italian is one bit. of those? No, so I speak Spanish and Portuguese, and obviously English.
1: Yeah.
0: And then I'm learning Italian.
1: Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's sick. What do they call that? Polygot. A polygot. Yeah. A
0: multilingual. A multilingual. Multilingual. Um, yeah, somebody who speaks languages. Well, well how,
1: how do you um, how do you practice your languages? Like, how do you get better at languages?
0: Uh, I mean the language that I have the most problem with is Portuguese because I have spoken that the least during my life. But um I make sure I listen to to people speaking in Portuguese like on YouTube or I watch films or I listen to a lot of Brazilian music because I love it. Um and also like research about Slang Which is really important You know You can't just go there Like talking The English that you learn On On like um, A book You know You have to You have to know How to get by On on the street as well Because people are not going to like Change the way they speak Just to like Speak proper Just so you understand You know And they're just going to tell you whatever And then you're just going to If you don't know it Then mate, (laughs) Sorry (laughs) Too bad (laughs)
1: Have you got any funny stories about like maybe thinking you had a better grasp on a language than you do or than you did at a time, you know?
0: what in in what language?
1: Any language that you speak.
0: I mean, yeah, in in Brazil, I, when I got there, so I left Brazil when I was five and then I grew up in Tenerife. So I went back for around nine months um, in 2017. So that was the first time that I was going back to Brazil since I was a child. And I thought, oh, I know Portuguese, you know, like, um, I remember when I was a kid, I got really good memory as well. So I was like, yeah, I remember everything. I got to Brazil. And I, I my brother, like, I have another brother in Brazil. And he was very surprised um, that I actually spoke Portuguese. But because I know Spanish more than I know Portuguese, um, there'd be some words that... I like I don't know how they call it, like when they fake,
1: um oh, the false friends,
0: the false friends, yeah, so I'm like, yeah, this means this, and they just like, oh, don't say that, you know, <laughs> like you know, and they' be like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about, you know, because I'm trying to like translate from the Spanish and like make it a Portuguese word, but that's like it doesn't mean what I think it means. Or it just doesn't exist. Like, I do that with English as well. Like, I don't know a word in English, so I would get the word that I know in Spanish and just like add like a Y in the end or ED, and I'm like, or oh, ING, and I'm like, does that make sense? And like, people are like, oh. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I
1: feel like there's gonna be a lot of like multiple language speakers right now yeah. that like, really relate to that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's funny because I saw this post one time, and, and it's like you don't actually become fluent in all the languages. You're like, it's it's more like instead of bilingual, you just like good bilingual, you know? <laughs> like, like you like you're trying to speak Portuguese, and then you're thinking in Spanish, and you're like, oh wait, this is not what was going on here. I'm I'm supposed to speak Portuguese, you know? Or like some random like Spanish stuff comes to like my my, my friend that speaks English. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm like waiting for their response, and they're just like, "I didn't understand what you just said." I was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "You just spoke to me in a different language." <laughs> but yeah, there's lots of struggles. So. Oh, yeah,
1: because you mentioned that you listen to a lot of Portuguese music, and I, I and, Brazilian music. Uh, yeah, that's true. Actually, Portuguese like music yeah, that is yeah. the song is sung in Portuguese. That's true. Um, and that like it sounds like kind of like immersing yourself in culture, like multiple media forms, mm-hmm. you know, you said like YouTube and um, like films or TV. So like how, how does, um, the how do the languages that you speak impact the music that you listen to?
0: Um, I mean, it definitely impacts. <laughs> how or does it? I mean, yeah, it does, if, if it does question <laughs> <laughs> I mean I guess what I'm trying to ask is that
1: I'm trying to because like because I've because for example like so you do what what you do a show right you yes. do a radio show yeah tell us about that for a second
0: before uh, I do a radio show on platform B 105.5 FM if you want to listen Jeez, um, big up, big up. <laughs> and then um, yeah so I have a show called Diver City and another one called Tropicalia and I focus on music from around the world, from around the African diaspora, diaspora to be more concre- concrete. And um, yeah, Anthropica is about dance music, so club stuff like by funk. Uh, I try to keep it non-derogatory because we're feminists here. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> so um, and like this Afro-Techno, that's like, I don't know, whatever has source That I like. And I'm like, yes, this is good. We put it in there. And then other stuff, like all the alternative R&B or the Brazilian MPB. What is MPB? It means Musica Popular Brasileira, which means popular Brazilian music. It's just pop from Brazil. Yeah. But I think like thing. I don't know if things that are too commercial fall into that category. It's mainly... Um, I don't know, like the Bossa Nova people with a bit of, bit of rock and like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, if, it's, if like Anita, I don't know if she's, she's not MPB, you know, it has to be less commercial than that. Um, but still, it's quite quite commercial. But it's like more beautiful. <laughs> MPB is beautiful. Like I'm not saying that Anita is a bad singer, but she's more like shake your ass kind of music. You know what MPB is like to listen. Sometimes to dance to like samba too. Samba falls into MPB sometimes.
1: Sounds like you got like a lot of um like a a, di- a diverse exactly. <laughs> range of taste. What um if it comes to MPB like. Is there is there anyone there that you recommend like that people should listen to to kinda of get a taste of what's going on?
0: I think you know one of them. You tell me.
1: Uh I mean from your tuition, I guess I've learned about um I've learned about De Yes. Um I think his music's amazing. I really love his music. I know.
0: He's um, so good. He's such a good writer, shame you can't understand.
1: Yeah, I the mu- the lyrics, like whenever we have the lyrics translated, like I'm actually blown away. Like, I think there's like a poetry in Portuguese that mm. is like really unique and I really love, like you say, the source. I love the source. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess also cannot, men- cannot go without mentioning Gilberto Gil.
0: Of course. Gilberto Gil, always. Gilberto Gil and
1: is how it's spelled. Like if someone wants to find it, like Gilberto Gil. Yes. And yeah, De Gevan. It's like DJ Avon. DJ. <laughs>
0: Everything
1: together. <laughs> DJ Avon in the house. So that, that's some wicked, um, yeah, popular Brazilian music that people can go to hear. And that stuff's actually, those those artists are kind of, you know, quite old, like a lot of this stuff came out in the seventies yeah, and eighties. they
0: profile legacy. But yeah, there's loads of new people to listen to.
1: Trust your journey. Trust your journey. Yeah, I wanted to ask you as well about like how you know what is it like for you? What is it like finding music and and with the theme of your show? You know, it's like it's a very international focus. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, with those three languages that you focus on, so like English, Spanish, and Portuguese, that's like a large chunk of the Black diaspora in the world. You know, in terms of like your like language European languages the black diaspora you know yeah like English Spanish Portuguese um that's a that's 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 a big majority I'd say yeah um what do you love about discovering new music do you know what I mean what do you enjoy about that process what gets you excited to just be like oh sick I've got new music for my show
0: well it depends because if I do it about tropicalia I actually I'm trying to find music for my event that I do like I do a live a club event for the same thing like the radio similar music as I do in that show mm. so it's like proper dancing and got DJs and stuff Ay, those times <laughs> 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 when I could leave the house
1: that, that sigh that, that, that got me deep in the feels yeah. <laughs> that, that hit my soul <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah um, and then if I do it for diversity it's more like I'm just trying to find something that vibes you know like I'd listen to it and, I, and I'm i vibing with it. And I'm like, yeah, this is cool. And normally most of the music are quite, like, mellow in a way. Some of them are more upbeat, depending, but I, th- I would say the majority is, like, quite mellow. It's like a mellow playlist and it's got hours and hours of music. Um, but, yeah, like, I like the process. It's quite nice to find new music. Um, you know, it's just, like, when you find... It's that really cool artist that you're like, how the hell did I find this person? You know, I'm like, you're like, hey, 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 I got this artist. You know, and you're like, hmm. And nobody else knows this artist because I just found them out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I'm the one playing it. So it feels good, you know, like when you when you dig deep. And I mean, you're going to find loads of as well. Because, mate, at my work, I have to go through um, agent rosters and they're so long oh my god some people have like 20 30 people in the rosters and i have to go through each one of them on spotify and i listen to so much bad stuff like i'm just like no this hurts my ears (laughs) i know (laughs) but then now and then you're like oh oh i'll save you you know like i'll listen to you later
1: (laughs) um I remember when we started talking about the job, you're like, you're still learning a lot. You're still, um, you're still kind of like in training, I guess. Is that right? Is that right Yeah, so, yeah. That I'm saying so?
0: like probation, basically. Okay,
1: okay. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, that's positive. And I remember yeah. you saying that this is like a, this is like a new, a very new step out for you. Mm-hmm. So like, I guess I'm going to ask like a bit of a, a deep question, which is like, I don't know when things go wrong and when you're maybe you've made a mistake and you're kind of confronted by that mistake. Um, you know, how how does that feel? Like, what do you do to kind of be able to keep going and not curl into a ball and, and cry like it can be tempting to do?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, when I make a mistake, I do have this little panic moment where I'm like, F- I'm going to be told off. You know, like, he's going to say that. I do. And I don't like it when I do things wrong, you know. Like, I don't know, it might be... I don't know what that means about me <laughs> as a person. But um I just like when I people tell me that I did something wrong, I just like it, it really pricks my ego, you know. And I guess it's kind of weird to admit that. But um yeah, it's just like, oh for fuck's sake now I no I'm gonna have to do it again and I didn't do it right the first time um i I'm, might I'm be useless you know and then but it's okay away from my job like he's my boss is really nice so he's just like oh it's fine you're still in training like this is just a lesson and you know he makes it he uh he asked me questions to make sure that i understood what's going on um I do sometimes, like, find it difficult to ask a question because I don't want to seem like I don't know anything. But I actually don't. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> I don't know anything. You know, I'm learning everything. Everything that is there is new to me. Um, so, like, I get scared to be like, oh, he's going to think that I don't know. but I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm training. What we're we talking about? Like, obviously, I don't know anything. Like, I need to ask. It's better for me to ask and to, like, even if it's something stupid. Um, imagine, like, I ask and I was wrong. And then I just did it and then I f***ed it up. You know what I mean? So I just need, yeah, I need to like take that ego aside and just be like, you know what? I just need to ask, even if you're stupid, just ask anyway. And I do it because I don't want to, I don't want to mess up his work. And like, I did like a really stupid mistake once and he was sending an email to someone else and um, he CC'd me. And I responded to the email thinking that it was to me. And I was so embarrassed because the obviously the guy who received it, he saw me replying to it as well. He wasn't been like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> so this question is to me?" <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like I don't have you ever heard this quote? Like, I am wisest when I know that I know nothing.
0: No, but I've I've heard of the quotes like, "If somebody who knows everything knows nothing," or the other one was like, "The fool." Learned from his mistakes, otherwise learns from the other one's mistakes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are there any mistakes that you have learned from others so far and you're like, I'm really glad I didn't make that mistake?
0: Yeah, I guess from my family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, like, when you see people growing up and they do things and you're like, oh, they did not like that Um, it didn't go that well so you're just like yeah no I'm not gonna do that yeah (laughs) you know allow it
1: (laughs) I guess I'm interested by the idea of like mistakes and how because I know I know personally like I'm making loads of mistakes all the time like and I'm really having to kind of change and like can kind of really like reconfigure how my brain reacts to mistakes like really trying to can really trying to like greet mistakes with like a smile and greet mistakes with like oh cool you're here like and be like happy to see them and try and look at them as like these things are helping me become better you know like you say ego to one side and my sense of pride to one side um and just trying to just trying to use mistakes as like a tool to to say like hey you this is this is a lesson for you you know i'm trying to say like there are no L's, like, as in losses, mm. there are only lessons, you know, yeah. all the L's are lessons. So, like, um, what are mistakes maybe in the last, like, few months that you've been like, yeah, I need to stop doing this? Like, any kind of moments you've looked around and you've been like, uh, damn, okay, yeah, I'm not going to do this again.
0: <laughs> what, in life? Go ahead, work.
1: in general, in, in your world. Uh, I don't know, you're you
0: asking me like, um, I don't
1: know. It's a pretty deep question, to be honest, you know. I can probably start off with you if it would help. Go on then. I guess, I guess like one, maybe like, I guess it didn't feel like a mistake as much. And it's like, it's just kind of like a a me realizing where I could, ha- could where I can improve and then doing it was that, I realized that I didn't really have like a plan, like a strategy for a lot of my life, you know, like mm. um and that I was kind of just going in maybe going like I'm running a business, so like just going into the office in the morning and just being like okay, cool, what am I going to do today? And I always just kind of like chasing my tail. And I kind of just started realizing like wow, this isn't the one, and then I found like a training that kind of taught like taught me a basic plan for like training my uh, for like planning my week. And um That like learning to plan my week every Sunday, Mm. that has been like, like sitting down, analyzing what I regretted about last week. So, and therefore what I want to make better this week and thinking, what is my goal? Like, what's my priority for the end of this week? Like planning out all my tasks, having not done that in the past and then doing it one time, I was like, oh my God, like, This has changed stuff so much and I'm never going to go back to doing it the way I have before because I've learned a lesson, you know, and I've learned that um, when I plan my tasks, like I can go into my day like feeling comfortable and feeling like if I look in my notebook and I cross out each task as I go, like I feel better, I feel more comfortable and I kind of just am a bit more aware and a bit more relaxed. It doesn't have to be planning your week, it could be anything, but is there any like, is there any lesson that you've learned?
0: Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be planning my week because I don't really plan my week. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I wasn't expecting. I write it down in in my diary, but I do kind of the same thing every week, so I don't really plan like that. Um, But I I guess, like, um, writing down things because... um, I never really used to write things down like I was I would do like a to do list in a paper and then I'll fold a paper and forget what it was. So I didn't ever finish the to do list. And if I wrote it in a notebook I would do the same, I'll leave the notebook around and I don't follow the to do list. So some things like writing down what I need to do and actually following through and checking it, yeah, that's for me something that I'm learning that I is really useful. And it really helps because when I don't write things down um I just I just forget and then I have deadlines and I can't have that you know <laughs> just feeling late to my deadlines and not doing the work and the thing is like at work I have to be quite autonomous so I have to do the work that I have to do like we have a meeting and then that's it itself for the day and I have to finish what I have to finish and yeah and that helps a lot
1: Yeah uh, well they say that writing notes can double how much you remember and understand mm. of whatever it is that you're doing. Um, and I guess that, that sounds like a really good lesson. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think there's another saying as well, like, you know, I love the quotes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the one who writes wins. And also the one who writes stays. Because if you're in a room and you're the only person writing stuff down, first of all, you're the only one that has a record of what happened in that room. Versus like, well, this person said this, this person said this. And also like when you are writing down, you're thinking about stuff and you're like trying to work out in your brain, like, okay, cool. I need to put this down. You know, I need, I, I, I register this as important. And you engage your hand, you engage that like you're physical. Um, it has an effect, you know, you, you get your whole body engaged in learning, you know. So I, 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 I like that. I like that. Keep writing, man. Nice. Keep writing, man.
0: I will.
1: I was always the one making notes when I was younger. Like, yeah. um, when we did, when we started, a, we started our um, activists group. Yeah. I I was the first one that was coming in and was like, is anyone taking minutes at these meetings? And they were like, um...
0: It's always the one that offers who gets all the work.
1: Uh, I did end up doing a lot of work with those guys. I mean, I had a lot of fun. You know what I mean? And it was like, I'm quite that, like... um. I can get a bit pedantic about how things are done like yeah. I'm 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 learning more and more that like I'm an operations guy you know I'm I'm the one I, I like to look at like how things are done and like make sure they're done right and make sure that they're done in like the best way and the practical way just like optimizing that and so if I come into a place and I'm like well why isn't this happening why isn't this happening such and such and such and such then you know some people get annoyed, but I think the people who, you know, in business and in life, you know, are the people who optimize and want to make things better. Yes. They will accept that.
0: Yes, it will. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, let's end on, like, looking to the future, shall we? All right, go on. Um, so, obviously, there's, like, a lot of new stuff going on, like, in your current journey. Like, mm. there's, you know, you're studying, um, you're... Training for a new job You're doing a new role At a new job All this kind of stuff um, So like what I guess You know Like all things considered Like what are you looking forward to You know Like what are you excited about
0: I don't know Staying alive really <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean
0: Like I said I just want things To go back to normal But at the same time I just When I finish this Course That I'm doing At uni And you know I work in promotions, but there's nothing to promote at the moment, which is annoying, so I just want to be able to actually promote things and attend to their gigs um yeah, looking forward for a better a better planet in the next time round when we all step back into earth.
1: You're living for a brighter day,
0: living for a brighter day, basically, yeah, for a greener day.
1: Oh, we're living for a greener day. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I get really upset when I think hard, deep, or deeply about like the effect of industry on this planet. It it really makes me upset.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a shame. It's like, oh, I wish, I wish I was born. No, I wish I could go back in time and stop whoever <laughs> invented the machines, <laughs> just so we can just like have a. Less consumerist life, you know? But obviously that's impossible. We just have to live with it.
1: Uh, yeah. If you had one wish, what is one thing that you would change about the world?
0: Probably the amount of evil there is. Yeah? Yeah.
1: How would you like to change that? I
0: don't know, just for good people in power. Everybody should be tested. Like that, everybody gets tested for COVID. You should be tested for um, the disrespect virus, mate. <laughs> not for real. Like it's like if you're a sexist and homophobic or transphobic or all the phobics. Like no, you need a, you need to be assessed. You need to make sure that you're not gonna go around offending everybody and creating like hate speech and I'm making every, everything difficult for other people you know it's not cool
1: how are you going to make sure that good people stay in power
0: you vote <laughs> 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 yeah no I'm like I just speak up really like it's difficult because you you want to speak up but you're scared of the people who don't want you to speak up and the people who don't want you to speak up are more more dangerous than the ones who do want to speak up because The ones who don't want you to speak up are the ones who will do anything to stop you. And that's very scary. And that's why a lot of people don't speak up. And it's a difficult, it's 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 a dangerous world, you know. So it's important to speak up, but it's also important to cover your ass and don't speak too much stuff that's too controversial all the time because people will look at you in a really weird way and they will label you as some weird conspiracy theorist and, you know, and then that that makes it just difficult for you and that's not cool. But we should be able to just say these things, you know? Like, we can't because they censor you or they demonetize you or and if they do that, it's for a reason. That's what I'm saying. Mm. You can call me a conspiracy theorist, but... <laughs> I, I believe in the, in this stuff, you know. If they if they stop you from doing something it's because you're doing something good. Otherwise why are they gonna stop you? Apart from killing people and all the stuff, you know, but I'm talking artistically. Artistically, if you're doing something and the government wants you to stop, it's probably because you're telling the truth. You know? Why else? If if you were lying, why would I care? See? That's why you you need to you need to know about the Giverto Gil because he got exiled from Brazil for being like that, for being too controversial Mm. in a good way. Mm. And, you know, he got sent to Chelsea. In London? Yeah, in London.
1: From Brazil? Yeah. Wow.
0: Him and Caetano Veloso, were exiled. Um, And there's a whole documentary about it called... Ustosis barbaros, which is the twelve, no, the the sweet barbarians. That's what it means.
1: Mm. There's a big, there's a big history of that happening, of you know people being silenced, of people being censored. You know, censorship was mm-hmm. a big thing. Mm-hmm. They killed Martin Luther. They killed
0: so many, so many. They people. killed Malcolm X. In Brazil, there's a woman called Marielle, and she was running for Prime minister, minister, I can't remember. She was running for a political. Position, mm. really big one, and uh she was uh, advocate for black people and you know improving uh, poor people's life and giving people fair wedges and all that stuff. And she mysteriously she got bulleted like her mm. car it was destroyed with bullets and she was inside. Wow! And she she was she died. Yeah. You know it would have been. I think the first black person in the position she was going for I can't remember now, I would have to look up, look it up But it was very big And it still is big in Brazil mm. Because she spoke, she wanted good for the black people mm. Nobody can, we can't have anything there.
1: <laughs> Who's alive today that you hear their message and you're like Yes, keep going, I love this, this, um, this empowers me
0: J. Cole and Loki and Akala is good it's good for like the political stuff, you know, like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> when you want to like a slap from the truth, you go to listen to Kala Unlucky and then, yeah, you come back in a di- with a different mindset. I don't know. There's a lot of people out there.
1: Any Portuguese speakers?
0: Yeah. Like I said, DiVetoJu is great. Um, and then let's see this Gal Costa. Uh... I don't know, there's so many people. <laughs> Linnikier.
1: Oh, Linnikieros Caramels.
0: Yes, I think it's now. No, no, no Caramels.
1: Uh, okay, they ditched the band.
0: Maybe, or maybe they just made his name, their name. or their name, the whole band.
1: Yeah, that's cool. That's groovy. Uh, Linnikier, for everyone listening, has a sick Tiny Desk um, performance which is definitely worth listening to if you want to discover some beautiful Portuguese music, uh, Portuguese-spoken Brazilian music. I don't know why I keep messing that up today. I just, yeah. Yeah, because uh, it's like,
0: we speak Portuguese, but it's Brazilian music. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, final question then. What is one thing about yourself that you're really proud of?
0: Um, That I am... Um in I don't know I live in a nice house and I have a nice job. Um, one thing. Oh, sorry.
1: One trait about yourself. About one, myself. One thing that you oh, do. Oh, not yeah, about yeah, yeah. Yeah. my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you? What do you love about yourself? What is one thing that you really love? Like, about I
0: speak so many languages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You proud yeah. of that? Yeah, I get that vibe too.
0: I, I know you say one but I always want I have more than one <laughs>
1: it's a S <laughs> you've got gold <laughs> yeah. you got stuff that people need to know
0: <laughs> yeah I do um, I, I dance really good too so
1: oh this is true see again you're just sliding that second one in there you just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's
0: I literally I just warned you <laughs> <sighs> well
1: thank you so much for coming on the podcast it's it's a real joy to have you
0: okay well thank you thank
1: you for having me yeah, honestly it's a pleasure
0: it's been nice
1: um, thank you to everyone listening And um, Yeah us, uh, We'll speak again soon Dandy
0: Yeah of course yeah. Cool. See, you, see you later Cool Ciao Ciao <laughs> Hasta luego
1: <laughs> Hasta luego Wait what's uh, Is that see you soon In Spanish
0: Yeah it's like, Until later Au revoir Au revoir Au revoir Au revoir
1: Ciao Bye Hasta mais. Até mais thank you so much for listening all the way through. Uh, I know you enjoyed it because you're still here. So uh, hit that follow button and you'll get notified when the next episode drops, which at the moment is the second Thursday of the month. Also a big thank you to our editor for the series, Ty Harrison. Because you're so close to my heart and one of my priorities is to make your life better, I want you to do something for me. I want you to screenshot this podcast, tag me on Instagram and tell me what your biggest learning was from the conversation you just heard, which could be anything, could be absolutely anything. Whatever you've learned, I'll share you on my story. You can have 24 hours of fame. How was that for a good deal? Honestly, come on. And uh, maybe even drop you a little DM as well. We'll see. I really look forward to hearing from you. I'm sending you peace. I'm sending you love. And I'm reminding you above all, to always trust your journey.